Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about Where the Crawdads Sing. So this is the new mystery thriller film based on a novel by Delia Owens. Now if you don't know this, I mean I don't fully know, I've just googled it, but Delia Owens, I think she's wanted in, is it Ethiopia or somewhere? for apparent murder so that's something but either way this film tells the story of a woman who is wrongfully convicted of murder yeah this is great okay so is it uh, autobiographical <laughs> i don't know i don't know if she wrote this before doing the act with her husband or if i think okay they killed a poacher apparently apparently and now they are still wanted in that country wherever it occurred so uh, a bit of a dilemma there they can't go back to ethiopia wherever it is but either way we move where the crawdads sing this tells the story of the marsh girl known as kaya she is the number one suspect in a murder that's well a death that's occurred which later becomes a suspected murder because a guy fell from a great height the impact killed him right he fell from what 63 feet or something through a grate in this kind of lookout tower thing and the autopsy report said that he hit his head on the way down which would imply he was pushed so the whole story is about kaya and understanding where she came from who she is she's the marsh girl she lives in the marsh she is one with the creatures and the shells and the wildlife and all the rest of it and it's all about trying to prove whether she did it or didn't do it so prove her innocence hopefully or send her to jail i'm not going to tell you what happens i'm not going to tell you which path it goes down because i'm not a dick but i was I was kind of entertained by this film. I think there's some positives, there's some negatives. Daisy Edgar Jones stars in it. She is incredible. If you've listened to a review that I've done for any of her things before, Under the Banner of Heaven or Fresh, I think she is a fantastic actor. She's one of the best currently working and she is a bright hope for the future of acting. I think she's good in this. I think she delivers a fine performance. I'm starting to get a bit worried that she's being typecast in these roles that centre around a kind of a, a weird relationship per se. Now, I haven't seen normal people, but I'm assuming that's kind of a realistic take on relationships. But Fresh is obviously a very wild take on the relationship game. Under the Banner of Heaven, she gets married into an absolutely crazy family. And now in this, her boyfriend gives her grief and he is the one that... Look, here's the thing. I thought it was going to be a mystery who dies, but it's not. So I can just say Chase dies. So a, a guy named Chase Adams, I believe his name is, he dies. But that was so surprising to me to find that out really early on. Because in the trailers and even at the start of the film, when the body is recovered, the face is obscured. Right, The framing is really nice to cover up the face. You see the whole body but whether it's a leaf in the way or whether it's a pole you never see the face so I was thinking this movie is going to be all about who died there's at least two potential people that it could be it could be Tate or it could be Chase turned out to be Chase that's revealed very early on so I was thinking okay what is the big reveal in this film going to be and it never really came right there was nothing really big that occurred that had me like okay that's a good twist there was one little moment that had a really good twist i thought but the rest of it it just kind of chugged along at a really really f slow pace right i was watching it and i was thinking this is fine but it could have been a tv show because with a tv show you could explore so much more you could develop these characters a lot more because we don't really know the lawyer too well we don't even really know kaya like when she's older because it spends the first i don't know it must be at least half an hour 40 minutes first 40 minutes of the film just with kaya as a young girl 
And then it goes back to some more flashbacks from seven years before the murder happens in 1962. And then it's only really towards the end that we explore Kaya in the present day. So it's a weirdly structured film that feels like it might have benefited more from being a TV show, especially knowing, well, I haven't read the book, but I know for a fact that a lot of people love the book. It usually, almost always, works out better when they spend more time with it, expanding it into a TV show. That's why Normal People works. That's why Under the Banner of Heaven works as well, because they've taken a book and they've turned it into an eight-episode series or however long it is. They've turned it into that rather than a two-hour film, which this is, and it feels like about five hours long. Right, I was watching it, and the guy in front of me kept looking at his phone every now and again, and I was looking at the time, and I was thinking, how has it only been like an hour? It feels like it's been about four. This is ridiculous it is so dreary and long but i don't mind that i don't mind slow burners if there's a reward at the end but i didn't really feel like there was now i can't really go into it because of spoilers but there's no real impact at the end now i was believing one thing and i still am going to believe it but i think by the very last thing that happens it implies one thing about the event that happened earlier, but because we don't actually see... Look, we don't see the event, okay, we do not see the murder happen, we don't see who pushes him or whether he falls, we don't see any of that, we just see the body, and we just hear the opinions and the verdict in court. Now, I love court films, I love court cases, but this is the kind of one where it doesn't really conclude it, right? Well, it does, but it doesn't at the same time like it's a really weird ending to a film like this i want to know if the book has a much more definitive ending because i would like to have a bit more of an explanation as to what actually happened now i think one thing but i want to believe something else because it feels so obvious because that's the thing it did feel quite predictable at times but Based on the overall ending, based on the very last thing, I don't know if it wants us to think what we've been thinking throughout and it is an obvious ending, or defy our expectations right at the last second, throw a curveball into the mix and have it like that. So I don't know. I don't know what they want from us. I don't know what the f*** a crawdad is, but no crawdads sing in this film. I thought the cinematography was nice though, and the directing by Olivia Newman was pretty good. I thought it was a very atmospheric film, the music was pretty good too, I love seeing the wildlife and I love Kaya at the centre of it, I think she was a good character but could have been developed a bit more based on the fact that this is a two hour adaptation of a novel that would obviously explore these characters a lot better. So I think make it a TV show, especially with Daisy Edgar Jones, because she is far more well known as a TV actor rather than a movie star. But to be fair to her, she carries this film pretty well. And being her first major theatrical centered film, I think she does a great job. But also, I don't really know if this film is worth seeing at the cinema. Because yes, the wildlife is great and hearing the surround sound is fantastic, but a lot of the time it just had me thinking this looks like a really good Netflix film. So I would say wait until it's streaming, then check it out, or maybe just read the book because I've heard it's good. I may read it, I may not, I don't know if I want to give any money or give the time of day to this Delia Owens who is, you know, a potential murderer herself. I don't know, I don't know the case, but where the Quartad sing I found it quite uncomfortable to watch at times because of the domestic abuse aspect and yeah it's rated 15. I can tell why because of the sexual content and the domestic abuse but overall it's not really the harshest 15 I've seen but it is because the domestic abuse is in there it's automatically a 15 here in the UK and yeah it was it, it was good right it was fine but I don't know if I'm going to watch it again because the reward at the end wasn't as satisfying to me 
as I would have hoped. And with a film like this, where there is a mystery at the center of it, like who killed him? Did she do it? Is she going to be free by the end of it? Because where it's set in North Carolina, she could be killed, right? She could face the death penalty if she's found guilty. So there are stakes there. There's real tension at times too, but it just didn't, it didn't go anywhere for me. So I was left feeling a bit, eh, a bit empty inside. Although it's a well-crafted film and I was engaged for the most part. I was just looking at my watch thinking, how much longer is this going to go on for? And it never seemed to stop. It just kept going and going and going. And by the end of it, I felt like I had watched a TV series. But if this was the ending, see, this is a thing. If the ending of the book is exactly the same as this, or if a TV show based on this book ended the same way as this, I feel like I would be so disappointed. But because it's two hours, I don't really give a sh but if it was a seven hour TV show or a book that took me a week or so to read, I would feel kind of deflated by the ending. So I just feel with a story like this, I'm all for ambiguity. I love a bit of ambiguity and I love making your own interpretation of something. But with a story such as this, there shouldn't really be that much ambiguity. There should just be a definitive answer. So with that, go and check it out. Maybe I'd say wait. I'd say definitely wait until it's streaming. It was fine for the most part, it boasts some decent performances and a fine story, but I just wish it would have concluded better. So with that, I've been Kieran, this has been Where the Crawdads Sing. Still don't know what the f crawdad is, shall I google it? Yeah, let's google it right now. What is a crawdad? It is a... It's a... What? <laughs> what? I thought it was like a bird. It's a f crayfish, what? Are you saying what? What? No way. What? What? Okay, it's a crayfish. Right, so where the crayfish sing, why the f*** is it called a crawdad? Oh my god. Okay, that's an ending and a half for you right there. Jesus Christ, what a twist. What a twist. Right, and with that, I've been Kieran. This has been Where the Crayfish Sing, and I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.